He said, send me a little video, and I'll make it happen for you. I said, man, I was so humbled, Mr. Johns, that he wanted to help Caney Creek Cowboy Church. So I made this video out here one night. You see, before you had this building, before you see all the amazing teenagers that we had, we had a small little group. And that small little group grew to 50 to 80 kids. We average right now, praise God, 50 to 100 kids. We've always done that. Well, when they first started meeting, they first started meeting, we had to meet them out here in the bleachers because we didn't have nothing for them. And then we, that, that church approached us and said we could help. Man, we put all of our eggs in that basket. I made this video. I sent some shirts. I sent a big thank you. I sent everything over there. And six months later, I hadn't heard anything. I approached the church, told the church the truth like I always do. I said, look, this has happened. They're not doing anything. Our leaders were coming in on Tuesday night. Any youths that were here from the very beginning, remember we used to meet on Tuesday night. Anybody, any of you kids? Yeah, y'all remember? We used to meet on, Tyler, you remember? Uh, raise your hand, boy. Don't play dumb. I know you're smart. huh? And we used to meet on Tuesday night. Uh, Charity, is your daughter here tonight? Is she around here tonight? Okay, well, they used to meet on Tuesday night. And because... And, 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 and we, we had to share what we had. We only had this little building, and we had to share it. So I approached the church and said, together we can do a lot. We adopted a philosophy, together we can do a lot. I told them, I said, man, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of waiting on other people to do what God has told me to do. Somebody ought to hear me tonight. You don't know where I'm going with this, but you ought to agree. If you're tired of waiting on circumstances and money and things, to, to, to accomplish your goals and dreams, let's put our eggs in God's basket tonight. <laughs> I told the church, I said, together we can do a lot. And, and, and man, I, I found that video that I sent to that other church from a long time ago, and I want to play that for you tonight. And I want to talk to you about being an example how important it is to be an example. Neil, are you here? Do you know where that other remote is? Oh, this thing done moved on me. There we go. Let me find that other remote. Sorry. Let me find it, brother. Turn them lights off, please. Turn off your stage lights, hand lights, fluorescent lights. <laughs> God is good. He said, let there be darkness, and there was. Let this come on down. Did you give it to me to stop, brother? Okay. Some of you are saying, blue. That's when my ADD kicks in. Blue. This is what we sent them. Can you push play? Oh, stop, 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 stop. What do we got to do here, Brother Neil? 
I'm on video, but I ain't getting anything. Don't look into the blue light. Hold on, Neil, get it figured out. Here we go. On the count of three. One, everybody together. One, two, three. Push play. As most of you know, I'm Pastor Mark Grimes from Candy Creek Cowboy Church. We've been here, July will be four years. About two, and a, about two years ago, about a year and a half ago, we decided that we needed a youth program. We started our youth program with four kids in order to try to make a difference. Right now, our youth program runs between 50 to 80 kids, sometimes almost 100 kids each week. But we got to go pick them up in a van because some of their parents, they won't bring them to church. They drop them off. We got to try to get them home. You know, we're making a difference in these kids' lives. It's the most important thing. I tell my youth leaders whatever it takes, and we do whatever it takes to feed these kids the Word of God because we're the hands and feet of Jesus. Some of you might not know, I gave my life to the Lord at 14 years old. But with peer pressure in my home life and the situation at home, the abuse that I took, I got away from God. It was easier for me not to go to church than it was to go home and get made of, made fun of for believing in the Lord. So I chose to stop going to church and wound up making a bunch of bad decisions in my life because I didn't walk with the Lord. I wound up doing two and a half years behind bars. We're trying to make a difference out here in East Montgomery County to keep these kids out of jail Amen. in juvenile hall. Most of our kids, they've been to juvenile. Most of our kids come from broken homes, single moms, single parents. Some of them are being raised by their grandparents. And that's from the little ones all the way up to the big ones. We're making a difference, folks because these kids are making a stand for Jesus. And it'd be a blessing if we had your help to help us build a youth building that would hold these kids and give them an opportunity not only on Tuesday night to come and worship the Lord, but just have a place, a safe haven to come, a safe haven to come and just be with their friends and their church family and be with their Lord and Savior. So I encourage you to get behind Pastor Mark and help this church build a youth building. I didn't come across. He asked me what could he do. And man, it almost humbled me because we need this youth building to make a difference in this community. I pray that you see it too. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Pastor Mark from Candy Creek Cowboy Church, and this is our youth program. We started this youth program about a year and a half ago, doing something fantastic for the Lord right here in East Montgomery County. You got a pastor and Pastor Mark Dennison that really wants to back this youth program and help us to get a building. Guys, we having to do church on Tuesday night because we ain't got no room to, to, to put them. And it kind of makes it hard on all the leaders. But all these leaders are willing to do whatever it takes to keep these kids from going to hell. We just ask you to get behind what your pastor 
and do some mission work out here at our church. So I pray with everything inside of me that you see these kids and you believe in what we're doing because most of them come from broken homes, broken families, and nobody cares about them. But we do, and you do. God bless you. come a long way we come a long way in four years but what breaks my heart the most if you've been baptized since you've been at Caney Creek Cowboy Church young or old please stand if you got baptized right here please stand give them a round of applause you may be seated I guess what was troubling me the most today was all the kids that are passing through, all the young adults that are passing through, all the people that are getting baptized, saved, call this place their church. Are they being an example? Let me ask you tonight, are you being an example? Are you brave enough? Are you courageous enough, courageous enough to stand up for your Lord and Savior? To have friends walk out of your life. To have people never talk to you again. To have people to poke fun of you, make fun of you, laugh at you. Are you willing to be an example for the Lord so that someone else may really come to know Him and spend eternity in heaven? Let me ask you, Blake, do you pick God or do you pick your friends? Do you pick God in every area of your life or do you pick your friends? 
Do you stand up for him in every area of your life? I could ask that same question to Dalton Grimes or Kaylee or, or Brother Dave or, or, or Roro, or I could ask that with my wife. I could ask that same question with Brother Tommy. And there's some areas of our lives where we could be a Christian example, but we choose not to. And I don't understand that. God done so much for us. He deserves us to be a Christian example, every one of us. Every one of us, every one of us deserve to be a Christian example. And listen to me, as a Christian, you're a marked person because you have claimed to be a child of God. People are watching you to find out what a child of God looks like. They're looking at you. They got their eyes open. They got their eyes peeled. They want to see what a Christian person looks like. Can I say this to you too? What does he react like under pressure? What does she react like in the face of trials and tribulation? How do they respond when the job is gone, when, when the loved one's gone? How do they respond? Do they still trust God? Do they still have faith when there's no money, when there's not enough to put food on the table? Let me say this. Sometimes as a Christian, you don't understand that you have to carry your cross even when you don't want to. How does a Christian example get set? They get baptized, they get saved, they get born again, then they go out and tell other people and live a lifestyle that honors God no matter what. Touch three people and say, no matter what. No matter who. Touch three people, three other people say, no matter who. At work, at school, hey, at work, at school, in your neighborhood, people are watching you. They're watching you because they have problems, and you have the answer to their problems. How many Christian people know that we have the answer to other people's problems? I had a couple come over here today, and I, I'll just share this with you. They came over here today. Hey, don't talk in church. Hey, I had a couple come over here today. And, 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 man, they had a lot going on in their life. They had some things going on. They were homeless, living in their truck. They haven't eaten for two days. How many of you kids just graduated? How many of you going to graduate in the next two or three years want to grow up and be homeless, not have nothing to eat? You live and die by the choices you make right now. These, this couple came over here today, this morning, this very morning, and, and they said, and I'm not saying this to toot my horn because I didn't do anything, but they came over here and they said, man, we got our truck impounded, we, 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 we need a fresh start, we need a change of life, we haven't eaten in two days, we've been sleeping on the streets, I need a hand. I, I said, you know what, I do too. I wasn't going to turn them away, Blake, because I'm a Christian example. The Lord says this to me. He says, when I was hungry, did you feed me? When I needed clothes, did you clothe me? When I needed a hug, did you hug me? When I needed some money, did you give it to me? I got to be a Christian example. But I also am no dummy either. The Bible also says, don't throw your pearls before swine. What does that mean, Brother Mark? Pearls before swine says, don't give all your good hard work and labor to somebody who is not trying their self. Uh, somebody ought to hear me and testify, amen. If you've ever done that, you understand what I'm saying. So they come over here, and man, I set them down. I said, you doing drugs? They said, man, we've been doing drugs, but we ain't done them in a while. I said, what happened to your trucks? Man, we were sleeping behind a bar, and 
man, we, we, we they woke us up and they and told us to leave. And, and I said, for real? That don't even sound right. You know, sometimes God will give me a discernment about what you say or how you live or the picture you post. And say, I know you ain't right with God. They said, yeah, man, we was just sleeping in our truck. And they woke us up. And I didn't have tags or plates. And they, they, they told me to leave the scene. They told me to get out of here. And they impounded my truck. I said, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. Well, I, I said, man, if you'll work for me, I'll, how much is your truck? They said, it's $300. Get it out of the pound. I said, man, I can't promise you 300 bucks, But if you'll get out here and go to work, I'll help you. I'll help you any way I can. You know, they went out here, him and her, and they went to work, you know, and I was like, good, amen. I wasn't going to give them nothing. I want to work for them. Touch somebody and say, you ought not want nothing. You ought to work for it. <laughs> Summertime's here. You ought to get out and work for what you got. Amen. Somebody say amen. God don't like lazy. To be a good Christian example, you ought to work for it, not steal it. You ought to work for it, not steal it. You ought to work for it, not bum off somebody else that's got it and working for it. You ought to not mooch off your mom and dad. If you're able to go to work, you're 16 years old, get you behind out there and get you a job uh, flipping burgers. I flipped burgers at McDonald's. I, 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 my best job was in the drive-thru at McDonald's. They come up there and say, welcome to McDonald's. My name's Billy Joe Jim Bob. How may I help you? <laughs> I be messing with them people all the time. Yesterday, me and Mary was going through the drive-thru. This girl did the same thing to you. Welcome to Sonic. What do you want? I said, well, I want three glasses of tea and pay you on Tuesday. She said, you'll pay me today, sir. Or you won't get your tea. I said, all right. Come on. <laughs> Testify, amen. Really happened, didn't it? Still be messing people up when I go through them drive-thrus. You ought to work for everything. You ought to be a good Christian example, Brother Lyle. You ought to work hard. Do your due diligence. God will bless you for it. So anyway, I'm, I'll make a long story short because I want to go over some things and I want to get done so we can have a great auction, raise money, get these kids to camp. But I, uh, I you know, me and Joe was coming back from Home Depot getting some stuff, and and and, and so I called up there to the place where their truck got impounded because I don't like people to take advantage of me I like it when you come in and you say brother Mark I am broken brother Mark I need to be fixed brother Mark I do got problems I do drink some I do lie some I do cheat some but brother Mark I hate this guy brother Mark I hate this girl I want to I, 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 I like the way I like the way I feel when I come to church I like the way I feel when I come to you I like the way I feel when I'm around some good people. So I called up. I said, you know what? They're working hard out there. I'm just going to go ahead and get their truck out. God's blessed me. I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. So I called up there to the shop, and I said, I said, uh, uh, hey, brother, it's Pastor Mark from Cane Creek Cowboy Church. And he said, hey, Pastor Mark, what you doing? I said, hey, man, you repoed a couple's trucks the other night. And, and, and they told me it was like $350 to get their truck out of town. Is there any help you can help me on that? I, I, I'm going to pay that for them because they seem like they're really just struggling, been sleeping on the streets, hadn't ate, they said. And I said, I really want to help them. God said, I don't know what I can do, but I'll call you back in a little bit. So he didn't call me back, so I called him back a little bit said, hey, uh, is the owner around? Can I talk to him? He got on the phone and said, Brother Mark. I said, hey, what's going on, man? He said, hey, you remember me? I, uh, yeah, I remember you. What's going on? He said, those people tell you what really took place? I said, what really took place? No, they didn't tell me what really took place. 
Did they tell you that they were breaking into that bar? Did they tell you that they got in there in the middle of the night and broke the jude box in the pool table and stole stuff out of that bar? And when the owners of the bar confronted them, they got into a, a, a confrontation, a fist fight with them. Did, did they tell you that? I said, they didn't tell me any of that. They told me, did they tell you there was drugs in the car? No, they didn't tell me it was drugs. Yeah, they went ahead and took the car because it had drugs in it. They ran off from the scene. I said, do what? He said, yeah. He said, I'll do it, Pastor Mark. You want to help? I'll knock some money off. I said, let me pray about this. I'll get back with you. So, man, that just bothered me. I had Dalton with me, his girlfriend with me, and Joe with me, and we're driving back here, and I was like, Lord, were they embarrassed because they weren't being a good Christian example? Were they still lying and playing games because they don't know how to come and repent and get on their knees and ask God to, to help them? God, if, if they were just embarrassed, if they were, if, I'll help them, Lord. I, will, I, I need to be that example. God, show me if I'm supposed to help them. Don't we wish we could all just get an email from God for the ones we're supposed to help and the ones we're not supposed to help? It don't work that easy. It don't work that easy. But I do believe people come into your life for two reasons. Pay attention. I believe people come into your life for two reasons, Jana. One for a lesson and the other one for a blessing. I believe that with all my heart. I've always believed that. I believe if you help enough other people be successful, you'll be successful. But I believe sometimes you just have to cut the branches off. Teenagers, listen to me. These kids that are you are running with today are making you jeopardize your testimony with Jesus Christ, which would be the most valuable thing you got. Young adults, teenagers, adults in the house of God, single people, if anybody is in your life that's not supposed to be there, cut them off. Cut them off. You know why? Because the Bible says, Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works and in your teaching show integrity and dignity. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as a servant to God. All that I am is a servant to God. I am nothing more than that. I am just a servant to God, saved by amazing grace. I am not special. But I can tell you today, I know him and he knows me. I know him and he knows me. If you know him and you claim to be a Christian, he knows you. He knows what you're struggling with. He knows the areas that we fall short. And I want you to know tonight that he can help you. Oh, come on, somebody. He can help you. If anybody's ever received his help, say amen. amen. Say amen. So loud to hear us at the dollar store. Amen. Glory to God. I believe that he can help you. I believe that he can help you. So I came back and I was like, man, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? How can I be an example and stand up for the truth? How can I be an example if they're really in need but they're embarrassed? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to admit when they got things in their life. Some of you here not maybe addicted to pornography. You're not going to come up on stage and tell the whole church you're addicted to pornography. Some of you may be addicted to lying. You're not going to come here and tell the whole church you're a liar. 
Some of you may be cheating on your wife or cheating on your husband. You don't come up here and tell the whole church you're cheating on your wife or your husband. But I know one person you can go to to help you fix every area of your life. And his name is Jesus. And it says, listen, and it says, if you'll confess with your mouth, make him Lord of your life, he'll forgive you and put as far away from the east as it is to the west. Say, Brother Mark, I didn't come over here for all this. My, they're all talking. They're all moving around. They're all waiting for this show to get over so I can get back out there in my truck so I can go to the latest party. Some kids graduated. They're having a party. I won't be there tonight, Pastor. Preach, preach, preach. I come so I can get my get-out-of-hell-free card tonight, and I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to live with the devil tonight. Let me tell you something to you. He says, come to me hot or cold, or I'll spit you out of my mouth. Let me ask you tonight. Are you hot or are you cold? Or is there a bunch of lukewarm people in you? You know, as an example of Christ, as a follower of Jesus Christ, as we set an example, we need to have our lives right. Hey, if you're going to be a leader in my church, you're going to have your life right. Or you won't be a leader in my church very long. So anyway, I came back over here, and I'm telling you this story. I don't know why I'm telling you this story. I guess God just wants me to tell you this story. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm, I'm just telling you a story. I came back over here, and I, I, Dalton got out of the truck, and his girlfriend got out the truck, and they were, she, she, she her and him was putting down cross ties. If you're going to date my boy, you got to work around the church. So I put her to work. They was moving cross ties. I think she had the heavy end, too. She was whooping him on that cross tie moving stuff. And, and uh, I thank her for her help. Thank him for her help. And I was thinking, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? You know what? I'm just going to say it. So I drove back down there, had Joe with me and JB with me. <laughs> if you know me, I'd have done it by myself. I ain't scared. I ain't scared of no devil. Never have been since I got saved. But it is good to have other people witness things around you. To be an example. To say, you know what? I was there when that preacher loved those people, gave them an opportunity to tell the truth. So I got out of my truck and I said, hey, man, what you doing? Oh, it's hot. It's hot. Hey, come over here for a minute. Now, that story y'all were telling me this morning, uh, can we go back over that one time? Man, she went ballistic. I, I don't care what you see on video. I hadn't even seen a video. I didn't see a video. She just went to telling on herself, matter of fact. And then she got ugly. And then she said, you're judging me. I said, no, I told you from the very beginning, if you'll be truthful, I'll help you. You see, I was about ready to pay for your truck to get out of town. But you see, I know a lot of people in this community you know what your leaders, your youth leaders, they know a lot of people in this community. they got a lot of kids on their Facebook, a lot of friends. A lot of your friends come to them, come to them and say, you know what, this kid or that kid or, or their mom, their dad, they need prayer because they're just not living for God. I'm afraid if they stay on that road, they're going to wind up dying and go to hell. So a lot of you are being prayed for right now by other Christian examples, and you don't even have a clue you're being prayed for. Same goes for adults. Same goes for adults. 
Sometimes I hear about some stuff you might be doing. I'll pick up the phone. I'll call Vic. I'll call some other men. I'll call some women. And we'll be praying for you. You won't even know we're praying for you. And we're just praying that through our example, through our prayer, that God would get a hold of you and do something mighty in your life. She went to telling on herself and got mad at me, called me judging her and this and that and the other. You know, if she would have said, Pastor Mark, I was embarrassed to tell you. You know what? I got that truck out. I'd have got that truck out. We'd have took up a love offering, especially for them tonight, to help do that too. God's willing to help those who are here in the church tonight. Who are here in the church tonight. Who can be honest. And say, Lord, I'm not a very good Christian example, but I want to be. I'm not a very good person outside of church, but I want to be. I cuss a lot. I scream and shout. I get angry. I'm doing things I don't even want to stand. I told you a while ago, there's a lot of people that cannot get up and confess their sins out of their mouth. Me, I'm an open book. If I fall short, I'm going to preach about it why people relate to me just open out there here i am lord help me fix me put myself on the altar see a lot of people don't put themselves on the altar they want to play cover up kind of like someone told me this week when i was getting a home inspected the home looks good on the outside but it's like lipstick on a pig my boy's girlfriend ought to relate to that where are you at girl tyler phillips where are you at uh, some of y'all hog hunters, where y'all at, huh? Lipstick on a pig. The house looks good on the outside, but on the inside, when it got inspected, there were some things wrong with it. Let me ask you tonight. Are there some things wrong in your life tonight, and you want to get rid of them? God's here to help you. Lipstick on a pig. Never heard that before. That's what we're going to do at youth camp. We're going to have a pig race and put some lipstick on them. I've never heard that before. But give me two minutes. Give me two minutes to be done. Two minutes. The Bible says this, Be thou an example, not to believers, but as a believer. Hey, listen. Listen. The Bible says this. It says, be thou an example, not to the believers, but as a believer. Vic, as a believer, I need to be an example. I wanted to be a Christian example to that couple. I introduced them to my wife. I introduced them to Joe. I introduced them to Dave. Uh, some people that are great Christian examples. If they would have been truthful, if they would have been honest, man, they would have been on their way with Christ. Instead, they're on their way with the devil. I call a duck a duck. I just call it like that. I always have, always will. I guess that's just the cowboy in me. Some people right now in this building are playing Russian roulette with their salvation. I believe once saved, always saved. I will always believe once saved, always saved. But truly saved people are an example. They act like it. They live for Christ. Truly saved people act like it. Men from interfaith, do y'all believe me? Will y'all believe me? Anybody believe me tonight? Really saved people act like it, talk like it. So I was thinking about that, and I'll be done. Here's a few, a few, I have my scripture on my hand, if you're looking. Listen, 
Here's one way to be an example. Number one, with your words, how you talk. Jesus said in Matthew 12, 34, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Your words reveal what you are, what you're thinking, what's deep down inside of you. It's not only what you say, but so many times how you say it. How many times have we said something and we wish, oh no, I wish I wouldn't have said that. It's not what I say in front of the congregation that matters. It's what I say outside of this church that matters. It's not what we say in our youth group that matters. It's not how we stand up and praise God when all of our friends are looking. It's when we're at the party and you're approached to drink. Do you say, brother, I don't drink? Justin graduated a few years ago over in Hardin, Texas, and all of his friends that he went to school with was having a party. And he came to me and said, Daddy, they're having a party. Can I go? My first response was no. Heck no. Heck no, you can't go to a party. But I wanted to be a cool dad. I said, well, are they going to be drinking? He said, Daddy, they're going to be drinking. Boy, my first response went back to, no, I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. I said, is it that kid that was, you know them, Dad? You, you met his dad and mom. I said, does dad and mom drink? He said, yeah, daddy. Their dad and mom drink too. So there's going to be drinking at the party. And he said, yes, sir. I said, it was a good teaching moment. I said, if I let you go, will you drink? He said, Daddy, if you let me go, I won't drink. I promise you before God, I won't drink if you let me go. I let him go. I let him go. That was a chance for him to honor God or not honor God. I'm going to let you go in just a few minutes. If I let this whole church go tonight, can we choose to be an example and honor God and live for him tonight? Are we going to go back out here the same way we came in? Playing the hokey pokey with God. Having one foot in and one foot out. Each and every week, me and Vicki talk about the kids that we know are just coming, but they're really not making a... The, 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 how can I say this without trying to offend anybody? I don't want to offend anybody. I, I just Each and every week, me and the elders talk about, or me and the youth leaders talk or me and the lamb centers talk about are we making a difference in the people that's coming's lives and then there's those certain names that pop up and i think lord why are they here why are they here why are they here you know what he told me be an example to him be an example to him he said the best sermons are not preached, they're lived. Be an example to them, be an example to them. Me and Vicky was talking about that the other day. That's why it's so hard for us to call people. And sometimes in the church, you got to call some folks. Y'all know what calling is? If you got a dog that don't work, you call him. If you got a cow that won't milk, you call her. If you got a horse that is not no good, you call him. You get you something that's workable. 
It's hard for me to call, folks, because I was such a bad example for so long. But not anymore. And your testimony can be this, too. Not anymore. I'm a good, going to be a good example for others to follow. Does anybody get anything out of this tonight? I'm going to be a good example for others to follow. Starting tonight. Touch three people and say, starting tonight. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he won't depart from it. I still believe that today. Let's pray together. Please stay for our auction. Help us to train up these children in the way they should go. Give them an opportunity to serve God that you and I didn't have. I guess I want to show you that video for one reason, one reason only. And that is this reason. To realize that some people that were before you, Cowboy Church, cared. And they helped pay for that building out there. We're asking you again tonight to help us pay. Not for a building this time, but for a life. For a life. Ms. Vicky, for a life. Ms. Carmen, Ms. Mary Wise, for a life. For a mom, dad, for a child. Come to know the Lord. Let's pray together. Father God, thank you for this night. Lord, I had so much ground I wanted to cover tonight. I pray for that couple that left here today. I pray that maybe some example that we set, maybe it wasn't me, maybe it was Dave. Maybe working with Dave out there will bring them closer to God. Maybe tomorrow we'll get that same knock on the door, but this time it will be a true heart that turns to God. Not a lie, not a cover-up. If you're here tonight and you're tired of putting lipstick on a pig, you want God to see the real you, and you want to see the real God. Ask him into your heart right now. This very night, pray with me. Say, Lord, come into my life and save me. Tonight, I make you my Lord and Savior. I know that I'm a sinner. Lord, please forgive me of my sin. From this very night, I will serve you with all my heart, all my mind, and all my soul. You prayed that with me tonight. God bless you. You are, you are awesome. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm going to ask you to rise above. Rise above your friends. Rise above your peers, your teachers, the people that you work with. Rise above. Be an example. The Bible says we've got to live in this world, but we don't have to be like this world. Lord, I praise your holy name tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.